Listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714 and Fluent Rhythm is here today in the back. Yeah, yeah. Fluent help us set up. Uh, before we let you guys know where we are, we're out in location this entire month, as you guys already know. So, our first stop this month is at, um, before we get into that, before we get into that, to the specifics, right? Wake the Flock Up.net, we're gonna go, you're gonna check out episodes like this one, episodes like Raskas, Wax. Acrobatic, DJ Revolution, Master Ace, Planet Asia, Medusa, Rock Aura Science. Um, who else we got? We got Demrick, Sage Francis, shout out, uh, and many, many others, including, uh, Pause One, Reverie, Self Provoked, Gremlin, Rick's Rumble, you know, we got them. So go ahead and, and stop there. Coming up, we got Foxy One. Coming up, we also have, uh, now I'm gonna keep that to myself. I'm gonna keep that one to myself still. Just in case. You know, you don't want to jinx it, you know, but we're, we're working on somebody very special. Uh, and if everything goes through as it should, I see no reason why it wouldn't. Uh, it's gonna rock you motherfuckers, right? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us. Show us some love. Share the show. Tell your mom, tell your cousin, tell your neighbors. You know, spread the word. That's how we, that's what we, that's what we get where we're going. We don't advertise on magazines. We don't advertise on radio or anything like that. It's all pure word of mouth because I feel it's it's better. You know what I'm saying? It grows more naturally and you grow more attached to something that your homie's like, hey, dog, let me put you on something real quick. You know, instead of like reading through it, there's more heart behind it, I think. And that's what we're all about. We're about heart and showing love and, and really kind of distributing hip hop to the new generation that's happened to be the older generation, but they need their hip hop in a different dose. Right, so when you're a kid, you eat sweets and shit, right? So your medicine's all sweet. But when you're an adult, you can kind of handle a little fucking Nyquil, right? You know it's gonna do you good, right? So as an adult, you need you need to be giving it to you different. So hip hop presented in a different way. So here today, uh, we're in a very special location. Uh, we're here visiting Timothy Rhymes from First Dirt. You know him. We're putting in work forever. He's that cat that hustles. Uh, who is, you know, was genuine and kind enough to invite us over to his house so we can do kind of this, the sit down and get to know him on a, a personal basis. You heard him here on the uh, first dirt episode, right? But we want to kind of give him, him the light for once, you know, focus on him. So Timothy, thank you for having us out, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming, brother. Also on the co-host, we got Young Baca. What up, what up, man? I was waiting for you to introduce me. I'm, I'm sitting here quietly, you know, trying to be patient, being polite. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you also have the young Parker yeah. interview that I'm a little offended you didn't mention. But besuge that, we good. <laughs> oh, oh, we're the off, number one, huge start, number. Up to, yeah. a, up to a, right off now, to a tough spot. If you, but, but see, it doesn't work like that because if I go, hey, if you listen, if you're listening now, 
This episode won't, won't air for like two weeks. I'm just busting. Your balls, <laughs> so Young Baka does have his own interview app. For people that don't know Young Baka, right? So people are like, oh, would you ever consider having non-musicians on your show? And I'll go, absolutely, dude, because uh, your love for hip-hop or your love for art or your love for whatever it is um, doesn't always translate in music. Right. It could always be in the production or the engineering or the even the the business side, which I know Baca is very comfortable with, mm-hmm. which is also why I really wanted to have Baca on, because the number one thing MCs tell me, oh, I hate the business side. I hate the business. And Baca was like, dude, I love it. That's, That's the most important side. Music. <laughs> music is a business, correct? It's the music it's business. Music business. So, yeah. So it, it, and I wanted to show that right out of it. But I always have fun showing like the. um the producer or the, the, you know, the engineer that give them that perspective of hip hop because one song doesn't do anything by itself, right? It needs to be pushed. It needs to be engineered. It needs to be produced, first of mm-hmm. all. You know, and all that takes time. And it's not, very rare when there's an MC that can like, unless you're like evidence who like sits, mixes beats, production engineered and pushes it out. And most MCs don't even want to go through that. You just want to get in the booth, spit and. How somebody has to take care of it. Yeah. And for Baca, he does is he puts the shows. So he's like, you finish your product. Okay. Now you go see Baca. Cause right, now right. this is where it's going to get to the people, to your fans and all that stuff, you know? I but, appreciate it, man. You got me over yeah. here blushing and everything, dude. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> that you're I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to let that one slide, dude. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so Timothy, tell me a little bit about yourself because, um, I got introduced to you through 60, um, first dirt, right? But where did Timothy Rhymes get his start? Northern California. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a transplant from Sacramento. Um, like I was telling Baca earlier, I'm from the same area where like Lynch and Seaball and X-Rated and all those guys are from. Uh, they're from 24th Street. I'm from Valley High, which is literally like two blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just grinded it out out there for a while. Hit the glass ceiling and was like, man, I got to do something different. You know, what what made you say, oh, this is the glass ceiling? Like I'm not gonna go any further because you spin this. your wheels and you're doing the same thing and you just not seeing any results, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, you know, people back home, they'd be like, man, like, how'd you do it out there in LA? Isn't it like harder? I was like, dude, like I was doing the same exact thing I was doing in Sacramento out here. It's just, there's more people, there's more opportunities. You know what I'm saying? It's just different environment, man. Like this is, this is the big, what do they call it? The, 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 the little fish in the big pond syndrome where out there, it's like the, the big fish in the little pond. I mean, even though you're a big fish, I mean, what mm-hmm. can you do in a little pond? You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's what people say that live in LA that are born in LA. They said there's too much people here. There's too many rappers here. I need to get to a place like Sacramento. I need to get to a place like Oregon. I need to get to a place like Utah for my music to really shine and stand stand away from the rest of the MCs here. I mean, I can I can see that to a certain extent. Brother Lynch Hung, he did his thing in Sac, but he got to where he's at right now on Strange Music by moving to the Midwest. He got a lot of love in the Midwest. So, I mean, you know, like G-Eazy. I always hear about G-Eazy. He's from Frisco, but he got his chance out here in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got he he got well-known here in L.A. You know, I just think it just depends on, you know, if you're willing to go out there and make those connections. And like J. Cole. J. Cole's from where? Like North Carolina. He blew up in the city, man. He blew up in, in New York. You know what I'm saying? He still pays homage to his hometown, which is dope, but... You gotta, you gotta go where the action's at. You know what I mean? Uh, perfect example is like someone like Eminem who started off doing the battles at home. So right. he reached Polly where Eminem was gonna go in Detroit. Right. Because right? first of all, there's nothing in Detroit, right? If you're not looking at cars, even then, Mortar City was dead by then. The right. Mortar, all that. So he's like, okay, I need to get me to LA. So he started doing the ruckus and he started doing all this independent stuff mm-hmm. to got him in. The minute they said, okay, come move to LA, he was like, nah, bro, I'm good here. Right. He fucking said, yeah, because this is where it's going to happen. This yeah. is where it's going to take place. So 
I can't I can't yeah. tell you how many times like I just be out doing nonsense like going grocery shopping or you know buying whatever at CVS and just mm-hmm. run into people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just you hear somebody, oh yeah, today I was in the office doing this publishing deal, and you be like, oh, like what do you do? You know, yeah. and it's you know you don't run into that in other <laughs> in small cities, man. Yeah, no you know doubt. what I'm saying? Like that doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, so it's it's just. But being but, but, in proximity to that, to I, the what power. Baca said, it's true because then it gets to a point where everybody knows that this is where you go, so this is where everybody comes, and then it gets saturated and kind of down, and yeah, then I, you have to depend on your creativity to get you to that next level. Because now you're here, you're at the location, but how are you gonna get there? You know I tell you, I tell you like this: being an underground MC, quote unquote, you know, whatever conscious, quote unquote, whatever in Sacramento, there's not a market for it. In Sac, to be able to make some noise, you got to do like pretty much mainstream sounding stuff you got to do uh top 40s or bay area sounding music to really make some noise you know like to get get somewhere uh you know that that is meaningful uh out here man like i was able to come out here as as, as you know doing my own style and there's there's an actual scene for it you know what i'm saying like there's an actual market for it where you don't have to conform or you don't gotta like feel like you gotta do something different you know what i'm saying like you can come out here do what you want to do and like there's a market for it because there's so many people out here there's there's gotta be at least you know, you do your you do your thing out 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 back where I'm from. You know, you, you may get about like you know a couple hundred people that like what you do out here. You might be able to get a couple hundred people in each little city. You know what I'm saying? Each little borough. You know what I mean? If you just active enough, you know what I mean, and, and doing as much as you can. But. So, what do you think the main difference is? Do you think that the fat there's just more fans here to listen to music? I think it's a combination of of being more people and just being more open to like not feeling like you got to conform to like whatever the radio is. You know what I'm saying? Man, but I I hear cats every day telling me that their sound isn't being heard because they're too underground or too too they are too conscious. In so, LA? In LA. Every I day, just, man. Every day. Maybe. You're doing on Power 106, what do you hear? You hear Nicki Minaj, you hear Drake, you hear Lil Wayne, you hear a certain type of music. But then you got you got paid dudes. I mean not anymore, but when I first came out here you had paid dudes, you had Rock the Bells, you had now you got Rhyme Fest. I mean, there's always you they got young Baca. I mean, you got a bunch of different promoters that are actually, I mean, Big Robbie doing his thing. I mean, all these cats that are are promoting the culture, you know what I'm saying, and 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 you know, making it cool to like be a part of that scene, you know. Like back there, I mean, I you know, we brought Camp Low, Cannabis, Dead Prez, like all the th- people that I would th- I, I I thought we were gonna sell out. You know, we and they prob- just didn't do it up there. We probably like broke even, if that. Just because people aren't looking for that type of sound. Just because there's, I mean, you get the you get the the, the golden era cats that are diehards, but the younger cats they want to hear, you know, I, I Lil think, Wayne, I think Drake. What, ha- what happens Cole. is when you're in the area where it's all being pumped out of, right? So L.A. Right. You can be picky. You can right. be like, oh nah, I'm gonna go with what I really what I really like. Which is not the Puff Daddy, right? right? It's like cannabis. So I can go and see a cannabis show. But if you're like in Kansas or whatever, <laughs> that opportunity might not. So I'm only going to show love and go out to see shows of people that have that big name behind them. See yes, what I'm saying? That's, exactly that's what the what difference I think is in LA where, plus LA is so spoiled and so yeah. like, dude, everything, so like, <sighs> I think spoiled would be the best way to like artistically spoiled. Everywhere you go, there's a, there's a, you know, it's two tattoo shop and everywhere you go, there's, you know, graffiti and there's artists and there's painting and there's, there's galleries and there's all this shit. Yeah. Right. But in Kansas, yeah. there's not that. So you, you don't, you can't, you don't, that little 20 bucks to get in, you're going to spend it on, you know what I'm saying? On, on, uh, big, you know, someone different than instead of like your independent hit. I think you contradict yourself though, because okay. if a dead president comes up to Sacramento, I think, okay, let's say Kansas City comes mm-hmm. up to Kansas City. Yeah. 
that won't happen too often. So don't you think that those fans will go out and see Dead Press as opposed to Dead Press coming here on the same night as 10 other hip-hop shows going on? It seems like well, every night in Well, are the Dead Press fans 10. in Kansas or are they in L.A.? Uh, see that's. I, I don't think there's a lot of Dead Press fans in LA though, to be honest with you. Because uh, then, see, now you talk about you see when we talk about like someone like Dead Press, where they have such a focused group. Like Dead Press is those dudes that are like vegetarians and yeah. Yeah. there's like a specific <laughs> militant. Yeah, yeah it's but a let's, specific yeah. Let's say, type of let's fan. Let's say Cannabis does a show mm-hmm. at the airline in LA. Yeah. next Saturday. Yeah, there was ten other things going on that right. night that's going to yeah. split up that audience. Yeah, I think if he goes to Kansas City. There might be one other event going on that night, and it's right. most likely not going to be hip hop. Don't you think all of those people that love hip hop music will go to that cannabis oh, show? But, but it's just because you, you see, again, it's, it's very hard when you talk about artists because they come with like their own flavor of ice cream. So they're like, oh, hey, you know, like this one has 31 flavors, you know what I'm thinking? But everyone's going to, instead of this place that only has like four or five, they're all going to go to the strawberry and vanilla. Everyone with the 31s, because they have these choices, they can be like, all right, I'll try the bubble gum and I'll try this one. See what I'm saying? Like there's more, and they'll know at the airliner there's going to be another dope show coming up and another one. So then I'll just catch it next time. Or yeah, like you said, spoiled. I feel I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago, Raekwon came out to perform in LA yeah. and I'm like, I'll just catch him on the next one because there's, Dope stuff going on yeah. every single weekend. And if it's yeah. not requiring somebody that's dope enough to be months, like, you know, oh, I'll just catch like, anyone LA, bro, they're gonna, it's gonna be filled, you know? But yeah. where does Timothy fit in, you think? Like, are you, are, are you the independent cat because of your style or is it, is it like a lack of what do you, why do you think you're still in that level? Um, part of it is, uh, is a choice to remain independent because I feel like, Nowadays, it's it's a lot easier to make moves independently, um, unless I got a distribution deal or like a marketing deal. Um, then you know I would I would you know think about it. But um, to me, when I you know when, when you get those those blank checks, you know as, as one of my uh, mentors tells me, you know you you can either you know try to conform and do something that's a little bit more mainstream that'll get you that deal or whatever. But you know you're not gonna you know see as much of whatever you might be able to make. But, you know, at the same time, like, you know, in my in my view, man, to me, hip hop is, is more of a uh, it's more of an expression, I guess. You know what I'm saying? To like, you know, be able to address certain issues and 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 kind of bring, you know, different messages to the people. So it's hard for me to think in that realm of, of, of you know, quote unquote, signing and, and having to like spit a different message. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like that would taint my brand. Um, like J. Cole, for instance, I feel like. I felt like once he, you know, he went the rock route, you know, he kind of switched his style up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like a little bit of what he did kind of like got diluted a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because he had to, you know, to be able to meet that uh that demand of being on that label. Uh but, you know, I I don't know. I like being independent, man. I feel like, you know, it's 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 more of a challenge and it's more of a uh um it's more of a puzzle, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's important to make to to stay and to be clear when we're talking about because <clears throat> there's there's certain things that's like being an independent artist and what that really means, what that right. truly means, right? And then uh, some people even go as far as to be like underground and independent aren't always I the hate same underground. thing. I hate, right. Don't you hate that term? But there's that term, yeah. there's the it, underground, dude. I right? Hate it. And I remember watching like a dilated interview, right? And this is after they did the Kanye song and they were putting out and they were being called underground by the reporter, right? Right, right. And Ev stops them and he goes, wait, stop. We're not underground artists. We're independent artists. Right. right? An underground artist would be that cat that's in his basement, blah, 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 blah. He's like, dude, we just came from Capitol. 
Like we don't, we're just independent. We're, we're, right. we're that group that it, not only is it a fiscal thing, like financial, it's also a very much style. Right. right. Do you think that plays into how you deliver your music? Is it is it is your style independent or are you talking about just more the way you handle your business? I think both, man. Okay. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I try to stay really true to to how, you know, I see the world and how I feel about things instead of being influenced by other people. One example for me is is uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album. Mm. Um, the reason why I like that album so much is because when is he interviewed with Carson Daly when he dropped uh, um I love myself. Uh, he dropped that song, and on his interview, he said he said this next album. He was like, "I locked myself in the studio for however long, months at a time." He's like, "And I wasn't influenced by people, music, or any outside source." He's like, "This was just me making music for me." You know what I'm saying? And to me, that is rare. A lot That's of, some rare shit. You know who you'll hear say that? It'll be like rock heads, or like yeah, you'll be like your Bruce Springsteen. Would be like, "I completely sealed," or like a Prince. I sealed myself off completely, yeah. and I got no other thoughts coming into my head but my own. I got you the know? little homies telling me, "Man, uh, I want to make a song like that Drake, or I want to make a song like that Trey songs," you know. And I'm like, you know, well, do you? I mean, yeah. but you know, that's you're not doing you. But that's not doing you exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you say, "I want to make a song like Drake," if I want to make a song like Trey songs. I want to make a song like Drake. That's them being heavily influenced by mainstream hip hop. On the way heavily. up, on the way up, Fluent was telling me, "Oh, I'm finally gonna get to uh, rhyme over my own beat that I created." Right. So Fluent's starting to get into the production side. So besides Fluent already being really dope at MCing, right? He's gonna go ahead and start doing it on the on the tables, and now he's gonna do it over his own beat, right? And That's dope. and to him, it was like next level shit because it's full independent expression. Like this beat wasn't like hey, the homie was like chick, chick. oh no no, like from beginning to end, it's gonna be him, and then he'll have something to do with the engineering, and it'll be like something he's really proud of, and it all becomes with. With what I told him was really finding who you are in the music, right? Yeah, that's that's huge. And sometimes you do a lot of the shit you do every day. You do it out of habit because you've just yeah. been doing it so long. And sometimes you don't even like yourself for doing the things you do. There's a lot of things you're like, fuck, man, I can't. I wish I, I wish I didn't want to do this, or I wish I haven't had done that. But you'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Just because it's become a habit, right? right. And listening to a lot of people like Kendrick's, it's dope. It's great because you got to support. But if you're really going to be like, oh, I want to be Kendrick or I want to be this, you're already fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> you're already on the wrong yeah. path. How, how do you make music without being influenced, though? If no, we, no, no. we all love yeah. hip hop, though. How do you not? But be you don't want to say, I want to make a song like this person. But I think, I think what he's saying I is like, you got a generation, though. I, I I agree, but I think what what Constant was saying is like you got to let your influences be uh, something other than these artists that are mainstream artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my influences, huge influences, my kid, man. I mean, mm. it's weird. Like I don't know. Sometimes, brother Ali told me when I met him one time, he said he said the only way to be successful in this industry is to make music that's so personal it makes you uncomfortable to release it. Mm. And and that that is my soft spot. Yeah. So, you know, to me I always turn to that because I feel like if I'm not doing something that is like really close to like my center, it's it's not going to touch anybody else. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I'm not the artist that's going to make you dance. I'm not the artist that's going to make you like, you know, want to go pop Molly's and Thiz and and you know like go act a fool. I'm not that artist. I'm the artist that's going to try to like you know, like give you something to really chew on, you know, some food for thought. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's almost it's almost it's almost word by word exactly what we were saying in the car because it was like I told him, like whenever I get in the studio and I come out with something, you're not gonna play it in a club, bro. Because yeah. that's what but the, to me, I get more proud of knowing someone is in their headphones, in their in their in their room, listening and like it, it takes them 
you're not going to shake your ass to it, but you know what? You'll remember it. It'll Maybe yeah. it'll take you to a place where you were going through the same shit. That's way to me more important as an MC, I'm sure you, you, you agree, than having it be on repetition on 106. Right. Like, fuck that. Dude, yeah. if I have an 11-year-old kid writing down my rhymes, trying to remember them, that's, that's what an artist is about. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The, the other stuff is the bonus. And then 106 is like the worst example we could use because- Where hip hop lives. It's, it's where it died. That's where hip hop lives, man. You watch your mouth, dude. <laughs> How dare tell, you? Tell them, Baka. Pa- Power 106 is the MTV, of just like it used to be, yeah. and it's just using its own credibility. But turn it on, dude. It's nothing but reality TV on the radio. K-Day just all day. bullshit. People listening to it, man. What do we, what okay, do we that's fine. That's fine. People hey, watch I, fucking I'm, I'm Honey Boo Boo too. Dude. Doesn't I'm make it good. I, I hate Power One Six, but <laughs> what do we do to stop it? We, we, we don't support. All we, day, we, we, tell me, is what I tell them. Don't support it. Yeah, I turn mean, it off. Turn I mean, it off. I mean, you vote with your dollars, man. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. And, and nowadays, uh, attention is currency. So you vote with what, yeah. whatever you pay attention to. Yeah. I'll retweet K-Day when they do some good shit. Like, hey, like uh, Pac's birthday was, I think, the day before yesterday or yesterday, right? Yesterday. We're playing, yeah. Pac, we're playing Pac all day. I was like, fuck yeah, retweet that. Play yeah. it. Yeah. Play that that stuff that's going to be more com- than, you know what I'm saying? And even K-Day will fuck up sometimes too. Like, dog, yeah. that's not back in the day. It's in your name. It says back in the day you got some little soldier <laughs> on. Like, come on, <laughs> you know? But uh, no, so you got to find a balance between. Yeah. Okay, now here's here's what I'm going to ask you. So if this this really isn't the, the fastest way to make money, right? Being an artist is very difficult, especially oh, yeah. if that's your job. It's very time consuming, mm-hmm. emotionally draining, and then it costs you more money than yeah. you're going to make most of the time yeah. until you reach a level, right? Yeah. So why keep up with it? I love it, man. Okay. I mean, I read I read Jay-Z's article one time where he said, you know, when you have a passion for something, you can never completely walk away from it. Mm. So even if, you know, even if I stop writing or, or rapping or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. still be a part of it somehow. I'll be at Baca shows, like, hanging up his banners and, you know what I'm saying? Like, checking people at the door for him, you know, just because I- Timothy wins the lottery. Just so I could Two be- mil. Just so I could be close right? to it. Timothy wins five mil. Yeah. You're good. You still rapping tomorrow? Oh, for sure. Oh, I kill it. Give me a give me a ten thousand dollar budget. I'll kill it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got people ready, but I don't got the money for it. Okay. No, yeah. no. Because like a lot of people are like, I'll quit my job. I'm I'm going like dude, like it's what I tell them like if I win, bro, I'm building me my own studio, oh, my own yeah. pro- and he goes, Why would you wanna do a show Because I'm not doing it for the money. Because <laughs> exactly, it's my creative expression. Now yeah. I got these funds to be able to do it freely. Yeah. That's what artistry is about, right? What what is it like for you? Because I, you, me, um, you're a parent, right? I'm a parent also, and it's very hard to kind of balance that life out. You know, uh, is it is it trying? Is it difficult for you, or how are you maneuvering specifically? Uh yeah, it's always hard, man. I mean, you know, when it, it it's a it's a double edged sword when you're blessed enough to be able to do stuff in music, but at the same time, like you gotta leave your family. You know what I mean? Like. I get to do a show in Sacramento or whatever or wherever, man, but I got to leave my baby behind. You know, I mean, that's hard, man. But, you know, it's to me, it's work, you know, and, and, and she, yeah, I feel proud because like she likes my music and she, you know, she actually like, you know, looks at me and she looks up to me and, you know, it's, I don't got to feel weird about what I do with her. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like something I got to try to hide from her and make sure she don't listen to and, you know, don't tell your friends. You know what I mean? It's, Is that important? too oh hell yeah hell okay. yeah it's my legacy man like i gotta i gotta leave a positive impression on her man with everything that i do you know I like that 
So then when she's of age, she could be like, man, you know who my dad was? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, something I she can be proud of. Yeah. Because ultimately, I mean, you're stripped away from everything, right? You have children. That is your that is your legacy to the earth, to the to oh, time yeah. itself. Time will never be the same because now this person exists. And yeah. this person has all capabilities to change time from here on out. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, and, it, and it is that. Now your contribution to the universe, yeah. to existence. And I, it sounds crazy, but that's how I looked at it. It was like, because I brought life. <laughs> you know, like this is a life that was not here eight months ago, right? Yeah. This life is completely capable of changing the world, just like a Martin Luther King oh, yeah. or whoever else. So now time will never be the same. And people don't understand that when it comes to their kids. It upsets me so much to see like absentee parents and, yeah. oh, I got four kids. and I get it. Circumstances arise. Can't yeah. make it work. I get it completely. But when it becomes the point where it's like you're dodging that responsibility, that kind yeah. of intent on purpose. My uh, my my sister's uh, baby's dad lives three miles away from his kid and sees him maybe once a year. That's what I'm saying. I, it's insane, I, dude. It's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lived, me and, me and baby's mom, we broke up for a little while and, and my daughter was in LA. I was in Sacramento. I came down here once a month. I spent maybe about like $800 once a month to come down here and kick it with her because I, I couldn't lose that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. that bond, you know? So I was like, man, I'm paying that much. I might as well just move to LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just be out there all the time, mm-hmm. man. So, yeah, I don't get it. I don't fuck with that's fuck it. Takes shit. A, it takes a certain type of person to leave your family, right? Like, yeah, these, yeah. yeah. An innocent yeah. babies depending on you to guide them through life and show them how to live, and you just bounce. Yeah. To scare, to be scared of the responsibility is is normal because that's a huge responsibility. I get it, but it's again, it's that moment when when the fear. Your face with it is how you respond to that fear, whether you're at war right. or whether you're raising a kid, yeah. right? And that's two extremes, but that's what it is. Here's this fear. Are you going to either run this way and yeah. hide or are you going to be like, let's do it? Fucking lock and load. Let's just, just head out. And yeah. that's the difference between soldiers and civilians. And that's, fathers what, makes, that's and what makes you blah. mad, what happens in those. I could say, stand up and say, oh, you know what I'm saying? How could you leave your kid? And yeah. then nine months later, I have a kid and I'm bouncing. Mm-hmm. They're like, that really shows what type yeah. of dude you are. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but I, I firmly believe. bullets at you. You know what I'm saying? You got to stand up or yeah. you got to shiver up in a little fetal yeah. position and just kick it. Because, and again, you might not be able or physically capable of shooting back. Right? I get right, it. Right. Again, special circumstances arise where you might not be able. I understand that. But I'm saying if you have all capabilities, you live three miles away from your kid, I want to see my fucking kid. Right. Once a week, make an effort. Probably gonna, you're probably going to see him like crossing paths at the grocery store anyways. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Dude living looks out of way, right? It's like you didn't see him. <laughs> it's my bus stop. You know what I'm saying? Storm the like, deuces. What's up, little nigga? Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. nah, but I, I yeah. firmly believe, man, like when you have a kid, either something inside you clicks or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that that to me is like the, the telltale sign, like how Baca said, man, like that just shows kind of where you at in your life, man. Because I think it always clicks. It just depends when it clicks. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen cats go for a really long time yeah. being out of their kids' lives, and then one day they just realize, like, damn, like, I just lost all that time yeah. that I'll never get back. I understand that, and it makes sense. And people, from experience, will tell you, it doesn't click overnight. Nah. Like, for me, it's still clicking as in the realization of what's really going on. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, it's, it's a journey, bro. <laughs> yesterday, she, she, she starts to show teeth, right? Yeah. Like that's a, from being a, a newborn to now flash forward eight months. There's this teeth popping up. To me, that vision was 
it's bananas. It's, it's more reality. Is like, dude, this shit is real. So she gonna Here's be like, the next step. She's like, Dad, where are you going? <laughs> she mean, where am I going? Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Before, you, it, but 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 like, it's okay though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it. I accept life as in the process that we we're supposed to take. You know, yeah. I'm okay with like death and all that stuff like that's fine i understand i'm gonna die one day my kid will be left blah blah blah, blah. like the natural progression of things right right so that kind of stuff doesn't scare me but having it be so real that it's like right there yeah shitting or farting <laughs> or whatever that's reality in a little person you know what i mean well, i just feel like i feel like man like i didn't have a pops growing up and i feel like if i did i'd be a lot more dangerous as far as like being sharp and knowing how to handle certain situations mm -hmm. or staying out of certain situations Cause I was raised by, you know, cats on the streets that didn't have that connection with me. So they showed me a different way. You know what I mean? Like they, they were my male influences, but they didn't show me the right way. You know? So I feel like if I have the ability to show her something good, I mean, I'm going to do it. Cause I feel like I can, I can influence her in that way where she could take that route instead of the route that I took. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way, man. I mean, to cut you off, I feel the same nah, exact way. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I just now, the last two years of my life started to get my shit together. You know what I'm saying? But imagine if I had a, positive male role model that would have showed me when i was in eighth grade on the block selling drugs hey what the hell are you doing get in right. the classroom right. and do your thing you know what i'm saying it, i would have progressed a lot faster and who knows where we would be nowadays you same know what thing. but i think same it's thing. also important to give yourselves credit because um to me the realization okay your dad wasn't there right and then my mom because he wasn't there had to take over the financial so now she had to work three jobs right so she was never there right right and then being raised with all sisters no one was there. It was complete. Explains a lot. It was solo. <laughs> it was a solo transition for me to adulthood, blah, blah, blah. So I had to mature really fast because yeah. no one was going to mature for me. Yeah. Right. I had, I was out the house at 17, bro. I never looked back. Same here. Because it was like, there's, there's no one here. So what's the fucking point? Like, yeah. I'm, and that helped me. So I give myself credit for it. Yeah. You got to. You have to, right? Um, and also, I don't survive, know. If, bro. I don't know exactly, and I don't know if I'll be better with my dad here because the guy, if he left, how good of an influence was he going to be, regardless? Yeah. So I just think it's important. You, you know, you two guys, uh, Baca, you, you got that clear mindset of where you're going. Maybe you wouldn't have had that. Maybe that if that grew out of exactly. necessity. And that's what something I think about all the time. Yeah. Would I be this driven? Would I work this hard if I had a perfect family? You know what I'm saying? And the answer is probably no, clicked. because you had. Someone to back you up, and you, you could breathe. You knew your next, your food, your meal was coming. There was no, yeah. but because you didn't have that, gave you that mortar. Yeah. Adam yeah. talks the about it all the time. I, the, the fact that I was uncomfortable makes me work harder. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to these dudes that are trust fund babies that are don't have the shit together at the age of 35 because they don't know get it. But I think what's what's yeah, special here, what's special here is that you have a daughter. Yeah, girls. That's not, the scariest. That's thing a complete because that's a completely you, different because dudes, right? Your average. Clear-minded, well-wired dude. Dad's not there. Okay, cool. I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna do my stuff. Boom. He'll get it through. Girls, where's daddy? Oh, your daddy. Come here. You oh, your daddy. Come here. Oh, dude. The, the girls. Trick. You ever seen Intervention? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that show scares the shit out of me because damn near like ninety percent of the girls on there, man, is because either they didn't have a dad, yeah. or the dad that they did have fucked them up, or yeah. like somebody close to the family fucked them up, some male figure. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that shit scares the shit dude, out of check me. Check out Loveline. <sighs> The, uh, the old Love Line episodes yeah. with Adam Cole and Dr. Yeah. True. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every single call is somebody, they, five seconds in the call, they can know if their dad left. Dude. They could tell if they've been molested just because of I, I their, their go, voice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. It'll, it'll ring, right? And it'll go like, You can hear it in their voice? I, yes. Yeah. Have you ever met a girl that, um, 
she's about 25, but she has the voice of a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. They say when you're molested or sexually molested, you stay that age for the rest of your life. Oh, so wow. she still has the voice of a 12-year-old girl. So so they'll, they'll react like a 12-year-old girl, which causes them to be really dramatic and extensive. And like their Their emotions are... This or they're this. That's why they're super fucking angry or they're super, you know, like oh. because they're, they're mentally, they stop growing the minute that that tragedy happened. Because now if they grow any higher, they have to accept the tragedy yeah. and their brain won't let them oh, do that. Shit. See, like it's all psych. That's so, a trick. So he'll, they'll call. They'll be like, hi, I'm Amanda. And she's like, and oh. they know right and, away. And Adam will go, uh, did, did your dad molest you? Yes. Like, oh, okay. Like, dude, like, oh shit! But but it, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is like, I gotta talk to my girl, man, because she sounds like Minnie Mouse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> See what you started concept. This man lets you into his home. Yeah. And you, you open up this How dare of you? She gonna walk in. Yeah. She's gonna like, knock over mix of shit. I'm like, I'm like, baby, sit down. Sit between me and Bach. We gotta talk. We gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what I was getting at is like, since dudes can kind of take care of themselves eventually, right? Yeah. But since we're we're raising girls, we have to approach it a completely different way. It's not like a if we leave, they're really gonna be fucked up. Yeah. They're really gonna be hard, and not even that. We're gonna fuck up the family that they might have in the future because yeah. the husband and the kids. Dude, you fuck up a it's whole chain. chain. So. It's a bigger responsibility, I feel. You know what I'm saying? To be raising a girl oh, yeah. than it is to raise a boy. Because even a dude can kind of tone it down. Yeah. Females don't really have that tone it down gene yeah. too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how does your girl respond to what you do? And how does your baby girl respond to you to you being an artist? Uh, I think my girl at first, she, you know, I think like any girl, honestly, she had a hard time with it. You know, you know, the other girls and... You know, why Why is this girl smiling on your comments? And why is she saying you're you're dope? And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that whole jealousy factor it kicks happens, in. Yeah, for sure. But after a while, I think she realized that I wasn't in it for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I try to show her that it's more of a business to me and that, you know, I'm actually trying to do something with it. So when we started making a little bit of dough and she start, started seeing that it was real, I think she started kicking back and being like, okay, like, you know, it makes sense to me now. And, you know, she's always been supportive of my music. But the business side of it, you know, has always been kind of like weird for her because I, I don't think she gets it. You know, it can be kind of like, you know, all she sees is, oh, you going out to a show at 7, 8 o'clock at night. You don't come home till 4 in the fucking morning. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What were you doing all night? Yeah. Like, but I'm sure as Baca knows, like, we was grinding. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. And that's where you make your connections is yep. 2 o'clock in the morning when everyone leaves the club and it's you and this producer left or it's you Just and this promoter it. left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys strike up a conversation, strike up a friendship. You start working together. You know what I'm saying? Because the way it. it'll work is they'll stay for the whole show, be like, dude, this is. And then afterwards, they'll either want to meet you or you notice that they kind of work. You're scoping out right. because if you have that business mentality, you kind of pick up on everyone else that's there. Like when I throw a show, I'm sure you do the same thing. Like, okay, you kind of scope out the okay, oh, this cat might be someone or this, this, and that. Right. So when I go, I go to listen to artists perform because I want to be the dude that breaks them. I want to be the dude that's like, hey, you come on my show first. Right. Pecs, come on, you know, those artists that you kind of get an inkling for. You're like, oh, this kid's going to be someone. They see the same thing with the, oh, this show is popping. Who put this together? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's that MC that was, you know, they'll, they'll kind of stick around a little later. Yeah. It is tough to explain it to a female though. Yeah, yeah it's hard to explain <laughs> to a girlfriend or a wife right. why you have to stay in this club yeah. until after 2 o'clock. Oh, your performance is at 10 o'clock. You should be home by 11. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't, they don't right. get it. it. It's natural. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And unfortunately, there's a lot of scumbags that put people like us in a bad position. Right. I hate the word promoter because there's a million promoters that are just scumbags. Yeah, and, and, and I'm and sure it. there's a 
you know, I'm sure I'm sure she's new to some rappers out there that are in it just for the groupies. And unfortunately, <laughs> she puts you in that category. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And now, like, you know, we, we're at a point now where she's like, you know, what you need, you know, like we're, mm. we're past all the drama. Yeah. Like we, you know, real strong. So, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, man. My daughter, you know, she's she's getting to the age now where she can like, you know, understand what I'm doing. So it's cool seeing her support it. Like she'll rock her little first dirt sweater or her first dirt cap and you know like yeah. she'll she wear it proud too you know like she'll tell her friends you know my dad does music you know like yeah. uh, it's cool man it's a good feeling that's why like you know going back to the whole indie thing man like you know i feel good about what i do because you know i don't gotta i don't gotta like you know sugarcoat it for her man or be like yo you know like you know you can't listen to this until you're older or you know i'll explain it to you when you get older you know what i'm saying yeah like she gets it you know what i'm saying yeah so it, it is it is um important though to state that you gotta have a balance Right, um, especially if you're gonna take on the commitment of being an MC, right, right, right. and then the commitment of being a husband or a boyfriend and right. a father, like you're taking on okay, but understand that now you have to do this much more balancing, oh, yeah. as opposed to you staying single because yeah. that was a choice, right? Yeah. So what I tell people is like, females kind of fight you on it until they see that it's not really your decision to be an artist. Like, cause they, they think it's your decision to be an artist. It's not really. It's not? It's, no, it's I think it's a necessity that you have because whether you were, if you, if you in, internally were going to be a painter, dude, you're going to paint on something. It's going to fucking happen. If you're going to be a poet, you're going to write poetry. If you're going to be an MC, you were going to MC whether they were here or not. That's what they don't understand. They think that you're choosing between them yeah. and going out. He's like, yeah. babe, but this is really just who I am. Some yeah. people are just, artists that's just what they do you know and i think once they realize oh he's he's serious this is not yeah you're coming home tired and you gotta wake up at four because you gotta go in the morning only a fucking insane person would be like i'm gonna stay out till two wake up two hours and then go do eight hours at work only a crazy person would do that that's you know just what I'm fun bro <laughs> <laughs> you're at work and chill <laughs> fucking oh god got, 18 got, got cups stories of coffee. to tell yeah but I think it's also a, a big deal to like, you know, to know what what kind of female you with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're with yeah. a girl that's that's really jealous about shit and and you know they they aren't supportive of of anything you do unless it's about them. I mean, you know, it's it's never gonna be a good situation. Yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't be in that relationship, right? <laughs> Especially if you're an artist that Especially, has to be at the club at yeah. two fifteen in the morning. <laughs> people like me, you know, <laughs> she gonna come through in her pajamas like, where the fuck you been at, <laughs> dude? Uh, Chino has a great skit. Have you have you heard that skit that he did? Uh-uh. He's like in the studio and then the phone rings. He's like, oh, what the fuck's my baby? Oh yeah, yeah. Chino, I'm not here. Oh, Chino, yeah. Hold on, he's right here. He's like, "Fuck." Yeah. Chino, get out the fucking studio. Yeah. It'll take your shit right around. Come on. It's four o'clock in the morning. You yeah. know, that kind of shit. And that's how I envisioned them to be, bro. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Man, I'm um, I'm single. I don't have any kids. All I do is I that wake you know up. Of. What's up? Did you know him? No, I don't have any. Oh, okay. <laughs> listen to this asshole. No, I'm just saying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we did see Baca another Baca. We saw a, 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 a little Baca. Yeah, and he said his uncle looked just like me. Too, yeah, so I'm, I'm just little, saying. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> but I, I wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I head straight to the office. I walk my ass off until about 7 p.m. Uh, I go home and shower. I take a nap real quick, and I come do stuff like this. Yeah. Or I go to my show. I got to go to the venue. Walk. Do I have to do? I can, props to you, man, because I can't imagine having a kid. You're a napper. Having a wife. You to, nap. Of a what? Are you nap? You're able to nap? I try to get naps once in a while. Yeah, I don't have any screaming kids in the back. Tell so. me, how you feel about naps? Man, that's that's a that's Yo, a beautiful word. Naps, man. Naps are really good for you. Dude, I've never been a napper. I wish I could nap. I'm not, it's, saying, it's nap, I'm not saying you go to sleep sh- for an hour, but if you could 
if you could fit in a 10 minute 10 minute quick nap before your no show way. i'm telling you things would be good man bro when my daughter when my daughter was little like she used to take naps on my chest so it was easy Don't for me to nap your daughter now because i said i'd take naps and shit, right <laughs> man bro and that's a kind of feminine right to nap nah, nah, man. Like, nah. The word, even the word nap sounds soft I'm gonna I'm, nap. i nap I'm, down I'm, my schedule. A, I'm a motherfucking nap you can't be like i'm a nap nigga. i'm a nap i wake up i wake up at 5 a.m i go straight to the office i work my ass off at about 7 p.m yeah um, and then I go to like the rap contest. I yeah. go to a show. Refresh. Uh, so I go to Orange County to come kick it with you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I get home at four o'clock. That little 10 minute nap you had really helps you push through that night. Th- th- I would feel But don't like- say you can't say nap, then you got to say power nap. Yeah, it's a power nap. It's a nap. Like you can try to shoot the code as much as you want, but yeah. it's a nap. Power yeah. nap. Yeah. Power nap is not like you're doing push ups when you're asleep and shit. <laughs> we'll catch power nap. You know, uh, yeah. it just seems like if I nap too long, I wake up kind of like groggy. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you ever slept too much? You wake up sleepy? I've never slept too You've much. You've never slept? Yeah, not in the last four years, man. Yeah. <laughs> I look okay. like shit. Look at me. Think but you never much? woken up, like, like, at noon? You know, like, you just nap too long? You're like, oh, and then your head hurts the rest of the day? Nah, I, will, I need that problem. I think you need to go to Oh, you need, man. you need to have that issue? I need that issue, bro. <laughs> yeah, show me your techniques. Yeah. So what I was saying originally yeah. before you guys started no, I'm sorry. bullshitting. Napping um, is interesting. Props to you, man, because oh, I can't look. imagine doing all of this without balancing the family at the same time. Well, you know, honestly, man, like I feel like I needed something else because like when I was when I didn't have my daughter and I was grinding and and doing it nonstop, you kind of like get to the point where, you know, you don't have any kind of external motivation, you know, and I don't know if it's the same for you. But as an artist, man, like I need external motivation. Mm -hmm. I can't be constantly in the industry and constantly in the game and just be motivated off of that. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't influence me to like want to make music. It just makes me want to like, you know, go slap stupid, you know people that i meet you know what i mean like but as far as music goes like i don't get inspired to make music when i'm just doing nothing but entertainment and business you know what i mean so to me it's like it's a much needed breather and you know a much like uh welcome like refresher you know what i'm saying to be able to like you know take my mind off of that for a minute and be like okay like now i can look back at that with a fresh new scope of eyes and you know see different things and have a little like you know a different uh uh, outlook on it i don't know and it has to be super motivating too right yeah when you walk in the door after a long day and your daughters went up to you or your daughter you have another daughter on the way correct son son that's that's gonna be crazy too right yes sir you're gonna put a microphone in his hand the minute he's born <laughs> yeah yeah I, it's, it's gonna be fun man and uh i think the biggest thing for me is like i, I met uh not, i didn't meet i read an article about mike singletary right uh, the the ex forty uh, ers head coach, and he was saying like he has like eight kids, man, and and he all his kids are saying like he's a great dad, and like he's always in their lives, and they're like, well, how is he so a great dad, but he's always gone, and he told the the people he was like, you just gotta stay emotionally connected, you know what I'm saying? Like even if I'm far away, I know what the hell's going on in my kids' lives, you know what I'm saying? Like and to me, like you know when you were saying earlier how how what it's like to be away, I mean you just gotta be present, man. I mean it ain't. It ain't that hard. I mean, it takes like five minutes to really catch up with somebody. I mean, you know, you ain't got to sit there and like spend hours of just standing in the same room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes all you got to do is a just- A phone call goes a long, a long way. way. Especially with kids. Oh, yeah. It's because kids, they, they their mind is so everywhere at all times. Yeah. That if your kid's like 10 or even 11 and under, they're just fucking all over the place. So they hear that connection with dad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now- Check that box and go play. Exactly. But so you keep checking that box often enough, it's just going to be there. And when they're adults, they'll be like, well, dad was always there. I, yep. I never felt like he was gone. Right. You know, and you got to kind of think of your kids as, oh my God, it pisses me off that th- th- people don't think of their kids <laughs> as, as an investment, right? Yeah, yeah. Not even for you, but for them, yeah, right? Yeah. Th- 
being you know, it's not over when you, the kid is born and then you kind of uh, no effort into raising your kids sit yeah. down and talk to them your job is to raise them to be functional adults yeah people forget that that's really what it comes down to yeah have this kid go out unmolested right first of all yeah. <laughs> first and foremost you you think i wouldn't would, wouldn't need to say that yeah don't molest kid number yeah. one don't let your kid be molested. Don't let your <laughs> well, don't let your girlfriends or whatever your but, your baby mama's boyfriend watch your kid. You and, know and, and, right, and right, I, right. I don't mean just like sexually, but I'm also like, as in like in the brain to like don't don't torture the kid. Don't let the kid know something's wrong at home. How much is this? Don't fucking worry about the price. That's not you. That's me. You know what I mean? So the kid has less stress, yeah. so that when he's an adult, he's ready to face the world with like this happiness of being free instead of like oh man i'm glad i got the fuck out of there because my alcoholic dad and my absentee mom you know that's people forget that and it angers me to see it everywhere in this society it's just like crazy i roll fucking good luck kid and i mean i mean just to to, you know go off of that especially amongst you know artists like myself rappers man i know a lot of other mcs man that just don't they don't own up to it they don't take care of their kids and if they do like they do it in a way that I wouldn't do. I mean, I can't judge anybody because, you know, teachers are own, but, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, especially amongst the Latin culture, man, I feel like we got to, we got to build them up a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like better than we were built up, you know, so we don't, we don't go down that same path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need more fucking doctors and lawyers and, and more, more fucking people that, that can make a difference instead of more people like us. Not, not to say anything bad about you or. Excuse you, motherfucker. <laughs> How dare you? Not to say anything bad about you, you or, or me, man. But I mean, I feel like, you know, we could be a lot more. I mean, I love, I love what I do and I love my people, man, but you know. I feel like we we could be a lot more than what we are, so we gotta like you know build that shit up. You know? So that's on us, man. Focusing on, on the music now, I want to know Timothy, the artist, right? Hey yo, I'm hungry and my feet are sore. Tell me you can feed us more. Tell me this ain't it. I'ma show you what the heat is for. Why you wanna cheat us for? We need you, but you need us more. You told us we were free to leave. Why would you mislead us for? Greed is for the rich. Indeed, I'm pleading for a switch. But all I'm seeing is this demon and he's feeding for a fix. I'm scheming on some bricks with some thieves that seem to twitch. So I beat him to the punch, lunge and leave him in the sticks. Life ain't always sweet, so sometimes you need a twist. So there's a rhyme into your reason and keep cheesing in your flicks. Day. Dreaming of some chicks straight, squeezing on the tits She's deceiving when she strips and you can see it in the hips So she's leaving with her tips so she can feed her see the six Please believe that she'll be back like Derek Jeter in the ships I wanna meet her and convince her life is sweeter than them tricks And maybe then she'll find redemption like the leader of the crypt Hey yo, my past not certain Only thing that's certain is my mask not working I'm not an evil person, I'm just another flat broke Have not smirking cause I made a few moves and now my back's not hurt my past not certain Only thing that's certain is my mask not working I'm not an evil person, I'm just another flat broke Half not smirking Cause I made a few moves and now my back's not Can you smell the revolution yeah. in the air? Yeah, like some barbecue Everybody's hungry but a lot of us are starving too Letting this shit slide another day is just too hard to do Jesus was a martyr, what the fuck would Che Guevara do? America's a battleground, don't think that they will pardon you They're waiting for the day we break free and tear apart the zoo They're planning siege in this psychological garden to Keep you in a trance, your only chance to advance Is to smarten through other sources of information The implication of inspiration for infiltration is an indication you're following 
I'm not an evil person, I'm just another flat broke Have not smirking, cause I made a few moves And now my back's not hurting, my past not certain Only thing that's certain is my mask's not working I'm not an evil person, I'm just another flat broke Have not smirking, cause I made a few moves And now my back's not hurting, yeah Where do you kind of see yourself getting signed? Is it being on rate? Well, like where where's the next step for you? Honestly, man, like my my ideal uh, situation would be in a situation like Rhyme Sayers. Mm. Yeah, where it's like you know you're quote unquote signed, but you're with the label that you know just lets you do what you do. Yeah, and they put all the resources behind you. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that's what I would like. I don't want to be like that big time Drake, J Cole. Like that's not me, man. I don't. Mm. I don't want that kind of attention because, you know, I have a family I care about. I don't want all that bullshit, uh, the media, all that extra shit. You know, if I could just be, you know, if I could do what Brother Ali does or if I could do what Evidence does, like, I'll be cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that to me is a, is a, is a, is a goal worth striving for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't so, need a million, I don't need a million fans. I'll do it a hundred thousand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Devoted That's, real fans. Yeah. What, what steps are we taking to get there? I just, Keep putting out content, good content. I feel like at the end of the day, I mean, they're gonna judge you on your music. So I gotta, I gotta keep working on my music. And like how you said earlier, man, like finding your voice in your music. One of my homies, when I first started writing, when I was sixteen, told me the hardest thing you'll ever do is find your style mm. because it has to be your style. Mm-hmm. Like people, people that listen, they could hear the bullshit. Mm-hmm. They could, you know, you turn on a song, you be like, oh, he sounds like so and so. He sounds like so and so. You know, like people could tell like off the bat, like if you're doing you or if you're trying to like just fit a mold you know what i'm saying and it is difficult that's why everyone for a little while sounded like drake because drake sounded like wayne Be- right, you know what i'm right. saying like everyone for a little bit kind of sounded the same and then it's hard also when you surround because everyone in like strange sounds or sounded like tech right right you know what i'm saying like it's because it's such an influence right. but it's 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 using it picking it up and applying it to you Right. That's going to make the difference, right? If you, if you listen to Nas your whole life, you can't help but have the little Nas influence, but oh, that's yeah, yeah. fine. It's just human nature. Just right? don't right. be Nas. Don't try to be Nas. As right. in, oh, he lands his style here. And then after this verb, he speak, you know, like, come on, bro. Use it. Eat the meat, throw the bones away and build your own fucking thing to develop, right? Yeah. I think my biggest problem with people like using other people's like, like brand, I guess, is like not necessarily like, being influenced by their styles because like Baca said like it's human nature to be influenced but when you strategically like build your brand like around somebody else's like that to me is whack you know what I'm saying like how can you you can how can you sit there and expect somebody else to like you know spend their money on you or like like take the time to like get to know you if you're not giving them like you you know what I'm saying that's why I like cats like that around Rhyme Sarah's man like to me that's like one of the best like quote-unquote labels that, that that have artists man like all of them, you know, I can't think of one of them that sounds like another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that there, that's a good example of evidence doesn't sound like Slug. Slug doesn't sound like Brother Ali. Right. They sound completely different. Right. You know, Diggle, you know, all these other cats. And that's why they're still with Rhyme Series of years and years and years. They develop yeah. those followings where Slug will be like, yes, on the contract again, bro. Like, yeah. That Let's kind keep of keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are we hearing now from Tim? What do we have out? Uh, right now, man, I just released Comeback of the Century. Uh, that's like my newest project. Uh, it's just, you know, me talking about, you know, me coming from where I come from and just getting where I'm at. You know, I just graduated from Cal State Northridge and I never, dope, ever dope. in my life thought I would. I never thought I'd do it. Bachelor's? Yeah. Uh, what'd you get in what? Accounting. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Your mind, you work with numbers. Your mind works like that. Yeah, I love it. Oh. Yeah, I love I love numbers. It's crazy. Yeah, my my I can't. My brain. Yeah, my mind hates numbers. Dude. Yeah, my brain doesn't <laughs> fuck. Literature, literature, I can fuck with all day. Yeah, right. But numbers, like I know subtraction, addition, and division. Now you're giving me issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, but your subtraction and addition, I'm on point, baby. I just like knowing where <laughs> my money goes, man. Like, oh okay. I'm a big fucking cheap bastard. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that yeah. explains the off-brand cereal I see you from here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a look around, baby. You're going to see more. <laughs> no. I, I painted that Samsung sign on the TV. <laughs> you know what you do is you buy Cheerios once. Keep the box. There you go. Then you buy the off-brand shit, fill it up. Makes you feel good. That's too much effort, man. <laughs> that's $4 right there on the Cheerios, bro. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, no, that's good, dog. I'm glad. I'm glad that, that there's people and artists out there that think like you. Because it has to be exposed. It has to be shown yeah. that there is maturity in the game and there is goodwill and good intent. Yeah. Instead of just money grubbing, smoking high, fucking, you know, all the, I get it. Yes, I understand. But this man went to college. This man has a family. Why yeah. isn't that story being told? Yeah, I feel like it's important for, you know, the hip hop community in itself to just grab on more to like, you know, not just artists like myself, but just people that have a better you know, uh, a message, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like hip hop is influencing the whole world right now. Yeah. And and the only ones that really get the platform to influence a lot of people are the ones that speak on, you know, whatever negative bullshit they're speaking on, you know. And, and to me, like, that's just it, it just keeps the, the younger generation in, in this cycle to where, you know, they don't ever really get the, the opportunity to, like, know something better, you know. Yeah. But you have to admit it's getting better, though, correct? It is. It is. We have... Kendrick Lamar, who's I, talking I, about loving yourself. J. J. Cole, Cole who's, yep. who's who loves to tell people he went to college. Militant. Artists like you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what's Lupe. happening is that hip-hop is transitioning slowly. And what's going on is the uh, there's not as many heavy hitters up right now. So the spots are open. Right. So I'm saying before, Jay-Z, Nas, Park, blah, 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 DMX. It just went down a list of all these. Now all these people, they're kind of... Yeah dissipating a little bit by little bit they're not on top anymore yeah. so it leaves it open this is our opportunity now to have a kendrick yeah i don't know if kendrick would have been able to come out when all those heads were up there because they were dominating but now that those spots are being open now it's our perfect time to be like this is our version of hip-hop well also the also the big labels ain't ain't as powerful as they used to be yeah you know what i'm saying like youtube they, can make you a career right now Right. And before that, accessibility wasn't there to the average person who's not a gangster and a thug and a player, right. who's a dad and who goes to school and a husband. Right. Now that's there. So right. it's a perfect opportunity for Timothy Rhymes to come out and be like, boom, I'm here right. delivering and I'm skillful. Right. Number one. Second, the message is positive and you're the message. Right. Because your life will be like, well, where's he from? Where's this? Oh, he's married. He's got kids. He went to college. It's like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? A new breed of MC can develop now, you know? Yeah, well, that, of course, hip hop's maturing too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Hip hop's never been as old before. We have 45, 50 year old men and women listening to hip hop because mm-hmm. that's what they grew up on. You know right. what I'm saying? So obviously, as, as hip hop fans mature, hip hop music will mature as well. So. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. Like, I feel like, you know, when we when we came up, man, like you had everything. You had you had uh, you know, Pac, Nas, then you had Luke, then you had mm-hmm. Diggable Planets, then you had, you know, I mean, you had a wide spectrum on the radio. 
you know, now, I mean, well, not now, like, you know, maybe five, six years ago, all you heard on the radio was like just, you know, regular, you know, same shit over and over again, you know, Uh, like how you say Power 106, you know, you hear the same shit over and over again. But now that's starting to change a little bit because, you know, the industry is, is starting to like, you know, go more into an independent uh route because they have to they have to do more research now on artists to find the next hot thing because now the labels aren't feeding them as much Mm -hmm. you know the labels used to be like okay like we put fucking two million dollars in this artist take them two million dollars in this artist take them you know now these big labels they don't got those big budgets and now they're not doing um uh, research and development they're they're not like trying to build artists up like you got to build yourself up and get yourself out there get them known get yourself known and then either the label's going to come get you or somebody else like some other media entity has Mm -hmm. the ability now to come get you yeah you know or you can like you can you know shop yourself around to different media entities so now like i mean it's it's such a different world man and and I, i love the fact that kendrick you know and his whole movement you know j cole his whole movement like they're using all these independent outlets you know what I'm saying? To like take what they built like through these bigger, you know, outlets to to kind of like push their own message now. You know what I mean? Because that's this is kind of like a new thing for our, our new generation. You know, like they haven't seen artists on that level like push this kind of message out like that. You know what I mean? So to me, that's dope. I, I give them a lot of respect, man. No, yeah. Um, and like I said, I think the timing's perfect. For you and artists like you and uh, businessmen and and and, and again, Baka, what's so important about what you're doing is because you're doing it right, and it needs to be displayed and put out there, right? right? So the one thing that like I said, it gets repeated. I hate the business side. I hate the business. Well, because everyone you fucking do is a scumbag in the business yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. No two business would have been that easy. But sometimes MC Smithfield, they don't have any other resource because they can't afford to pay the next level or whatever it is. What I'm saying is you're so used to scumbags that like now you're thinking I've never fucked with Baca, but no, all promoters are the same. So what's the, p-? no, that's why you need to be able to have this outlets to be right. like, no, dude, there's people out there that are really just, Good intentions, right? Right, right. And that automatically doesn't mean that money's going to be out of the equation. It might be the opposite. Because they're doing it so right, they're going to go last forever. They're going to keep going the right way, you know? But I feel like a lot of these cats that say they don't like the business is because they don't understand it. They don't take and the they're t- not good at the business, right? Yeah, but I mean, but it, all you have to do is like take a little bit of time each day from when either you're smoking or doing whatever you're doing and just read a couple articles or like watch a couple videos. After a, a little bit of time, you're going to get like an understanding. Then I can step to a cat like Baca and be like, yo, Baca, like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm trying to do. Like, I just want to build with you. You know and what I'm this saying? This is what I feel like I deserve, and yeah. you don't stand your ground if you really think you des- you deserve that. You know? Exactly, exactly. And 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 to me, like you know, if you don't understand the business, there's ways to learn it, man. Because as an artist, man, like you gotta know the business, man. If you're an artist and you don't know the business, you're number one that's gonna get you know taken advantage of. You're not you're not gonna get what you you could actually get, or you're gonna end up paying more than you actually should have had to pay. And the you know only way to know the business real, like. You can read it. It's like anything. You can read about it, but until you've experienced it firsthand, until you do have to pay the, the pay to play. And, right. and then, cause that's not the negative by itself. It can be if it's not because you don't know enough again. Oh yeah. Oh sure. 300 bucks, bro. Okay. See, that's but like I, a $60 spot. You're an MC. You're, but you need to get that so you can be like, okay, now I got the knowledge next time. But and I feel like life though. You learn from your mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've made a million mistakes in my life, especially oh, yeah. doing business. I'm sure all of us have. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like, man, like a lot of these young cats, man, like me, myself, you know, I when I was coming up, man, I would always go and just hang out with people, man, like kick it with them without the business even being there. You know what I'm saying? So we could build a relationship to get to the business. You know what I'm saying? I feel like these young cats don't want to do that. They, I feel like they just want to get... They just want to get on 
without doing any of the legwork. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. to me, like, th- like what other business can you get into where you you don't have to like kind of like get to know the other people in your business? You know what I'm saying? And get to know like the upper, the higher ups and who they are, and like hang out with them and like let them know who you are and build that rapport. You know, there's no other business that you can do that in and still be successful. Yeah. So why can't why why do cats expect to be able to do that in this business? That's crazy to me. I mean, it's a se- it's a sense of entitlement to be honest. It is 100. percent Oh yeah. 75 percent of the cats I deal with. Feel like they deserve that eleven thirty slot. Just because. Feel like they deserve to get paid three hundred bucks. Just because. Just because. Just yeah. because. I, just because I'm dope. Is what they, you know what I'm saying? Because yo, I'm dope, yeah. man. Trust me, I'm dope. It doesn't work that way. You know, Be, what I mean? being dope is the double sided sword of hip hop. One million percent. Because yeah. yes, you're dope, bro. Got it. That's amazing. But you know what? That's like ten percent of what hip hop really entails. Yeah. Because the very basis, dude, is what I tell people. Yeah, at the minimum, you should be dope, bro. Right. At the very minimum, you should be dope. Being dope is your foundation. Now, right. Being professional, being punctual, being someone that can relate in a business uh, etiquette and a studio etiquette. Right. Those are now start piling on top of that dopeness, bro. Right. If you don't have it. Your dopeness don't mean shit. Don't mean shit. If you, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you're not a focused individual and you go to every, um, every studio session drunk. Right. I don't, dude, that doesn't matter if you're dope or not. You need to fucking control yourself. You know what I'm saying? You need to start developing and being dope is the base of that. I know a bunch of, I know a lot of dope artists, man, that don't do shit because they're dickheads because they think they're dope. But I know a lot of mediocre and not so dope cats to me that I see potential in that are really fucking cool that I try to throw bones at and I try to help them out because it's like, you know, the talent can be developed. You know what I'm saying? Like if they get to a certain point where they can like develop their talent, then cool. But that 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 attitude and that work ethic and that 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 mind frame, like you can't teach that. Yeah, you can't teach that. You could yeah. you could try to show somebody and you could try to like put them on a game, but if they don't get it, like like along like early in the game, yeah, it's it's very rare that they are gonna get it later in the game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you could like you could tell them, you could break it down and be like, look, you know, I've done this for five years and this is exactly what I I see being successful. Bam, 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 and then be like, whatever, he don't know shit. He ain't worked with Drake. He ain't, he ain't work with J. Cole. He don't know shit. Who the fuck is he? He ain't on Power 106. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I I give him props and I, I don't never hate on nobody's hustle, man. But, you know, to me, like, you got to you gotta be cool. You and, know? and I think it's, again, because they they don't realize that uh, all success and all success is not going to be based on currency. That's nah, what I tell people. Nah. I tell people that a lot. Like, dude, your achievements aren't really financial a lot of the time in the hip-hop game. Right. Right. Your achievement is rocking that crowd super dope. Right. So the next time that the uh, that the fans see your name on a flyer, oh, he killed it. That I got to go again. And deliver that dopeness every single time. That's your reward. That's your payment. You didn't make right. shit. You paid to be on because your reward will be people see you next time. And right. eventually it'll develop to a fan base and blah, 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 blah. Right. But they just want quick gratification immediately they want the mcdonald's instead of you know what i'm saying they're blah, 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 oh i'm full i'm good yeah. that shit was disgusting it didn't yeah. fill you it filled <laughs> you up that's all they did yeah. they didn't feed you didn't no nutrition in it yeah. but that's what they want they want no that fast food shit you know yeah instead of go to subway spend a little bit of money it's all friendly on fresh shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> get a home cooked meal probably S- speaking of being dope i think um just like we talked about if 
our dads were around, would we be working this hard? You know what I'm saying? That's true. If you're an extremely dope artist, would you work hard every day to keep expanding your craft, to keep becoming a better artist? Right. You're dope. You could be one of the dopest on the planet. Right. So you could just chill all day and smoke weed. As opposed to somebody that's mediocre or a little bit above average, not you don't say dope yet, they worked their ass off oh. to become dope. You, you have to saying? compensate a little bit for that. The lack yeah, of yeah, man. It's the tough, Kanye man. West? Exactly. The dude. Kanye? I don't know. I think Kanye works hard. <laughs> no, but I'm saying though, like I feel like I feel like if you're dope, and you're at a certain point where you can be that cocky motherfucker. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you should never be that cocky motherfucker. Though. You should yeah. always. Yeah, there's got to be a humility should, to you. You know what I'm saying? You should still keep a level Because head. you know what you don't happens. You be calling yourself God. You don't want to be yeah. just walking into fashion designers' offices <laughs> and demanding things just because you could produce good records. Snatching you know? up awards. You don't want to be LeBron. Yeah. And announce your godliness and then lose. Because <laughs> not only, not only when, you, when you said it. Did you sound fucking stupid? Yeah. When you prove the opposite, yeah. now you'd look fucking retarded. And all your, f- dude, I don't, I don't, see, this is what I don't understand about like the, these the representation of smug, like your Kanye's and your LeBron's, where it's like, why are these people still have fans? Like, he basically said, fuck you to your entire city. Right. Oh, but now he's coming back. Like, like, dude, don't. Well, yeah. only, not only when he said, <laughs> fuck you to your whole city, but yeah. when he lost the championship, yeah. he said, they said, what do you feel about your haters? They said, well, um, they're still going to have the same job next day. Uh-huh. They're still going to drive the same car yeah, the next day. Yeah. Why would you want to be a fan of that guy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like he's pretty much talking about people like us that are walking yeah. our ass off to yeah. get up to a higher level. You know what I'm saying? You know what, you I'm know what it buy is? buy a jersey? I don't think so. And you said yeah. it exactly. You said exactly because the, the word hater has done so much damage because you can't speak freely. You can't it. express yourself because the word hater automatically turns everything right, negative right. to you. Because, but when you try to say the truth or try to mention yeah. your opinion that might be opposed to what everyone else has, hater. Right, right. Like, dude, I'm just stating a fact that you LeBron is an asshole for having said this. You're a hater, dude. That's hater. You're hating. Like, I no. mean, because I think people get, get get confused with like the fame and your actual like human nature. You know what I'm saying? Because at yeah. the end of the day, we're all, we're, I mean, you breathe the same air as me and yeah. we all go through the same bullshit, whether yeah. you have money or not. I mean, we all go through the same shit. I mean, so there's got to be a level of humility to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're going to be out there, like like how you said, saying you God and all that shit, I mean, somebody's going to, like, you know, not agree with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most um, people shouldn't agree with you. K- yeah. K- Kanye said he would be in the Bible if the Bible was written today, right? And his explanation was, duh. That literally, he goes, duh, I'd be in the Bible. I'm one of the pop culture's biggest icons. Of course, I would be in the Bible. Yeah, and I, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, because there was fucking massive pop stars in the original Bible, well, Kanye. He didn't know right? Moses was oh, a big rock star. I don't know. Oh, you know yeah. That. I'm sure he <laughs> packed shows. Right? I'm like, it, again, it just proves you're an idiot. Yeah. Name one pop star in the Bible, Kanye. Jesus. Like, shut yeah. your mouth. Jesus was pretty awesome, though. He, he was popping. <laughs> he, did have, he did have a good following. Dude walked on water. Yeah, he was following. Do you think? Dude, do you dude think, turned water into wine. Do you I think mean, Jesus would have massive Twitter followers? Oh yeah, you think I so? Think so? I think Jesus nowadays would get a lot of hate. I, I think he gets a lot of hate nowadays. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jesus today. Yeah. Oh today he'd be a terrorist. Yeah, Jesus oh. today would be a terrorist. Jesus today would be a crazy man. You think yeah. so? Yeah. But but there's still there's still. We, I'm gonna talk about Twitter followers though specifically. Do you oh, think he would have a lot of Twitter followers. <laughs> we both thought Twitter. Uh, we I thought Twitter followers. Yeah. When you said that right? Yeah. Okay. No Twitter. I mean, I'm just saying it'd be like. Would Kanye have more than Jesus? I think that would be like defining to see where humanity really is. I'm the savior and son of God. So what do you think is going to happen? What do you, what does concept think that's going to happen? Yeah. 
God's gonna go, Jesus is gonna come back. Uh-huh. He's gonna jump on Twitter real quick and yeah. announce that he's he's res, he's been resurrected. Or it's, it's, how do you think this thing works it, it, out, man? It's, it's a ridiculous motion, but <laughs> hashtag revelation. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag I'm back. Hashtag welcome back. Uh, what would I do? No. Uh, yeah. Hashtag second coming. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. God couldn't come down to Earth, right? So first, let's establish the fact, just for conversation's sake, God is real. Everyone knows that God's real, right? So He can't come down to humans as a God because you can't relate to a God. You can't. You're not gonna follow. A, you know that's not yeah, a yeah. relate. So he had to do it in human form. Right. He gave you Jesus. Jesus was able to walk and talk and uh, same as you. So now God is a uh, acceptable in the mind of a human, right? Right. Right. So translated to today times, right? There's a movie called Hamlet Two where it talks about this specifically how he Jesus would have to relate to the human public way different because back then in, in, in you know in the, what is it 2000 bc or whatever he there's no you know this the way it's done now is twitter and instagram and blah 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 maybe he'd jump on twitter and be like look i'm the son of god fastest way to get your message out put your video on youtube put it on the- <laughs> what does he do he does a 50 minute instagram clip of doing a miracle <laughs> has a bottle of water done to the wine right i would like to think that when jesus comes like everyone will know Regardless whether on your Instagram, or, like the earth will tremble, the sky will rumble. And That's exactly <laughs> my point. I don't think Jesus, he needs to jump on Twitter. And right, do all that. but would he? Would Kanye have more Twitter followers? That's that's really probably. <laughs> and it's a, it's a jacked up planet we live on right yeah, now. You know what I'm saying? What if Jesus like killed Twitter? Ooh, how so? <laughs> what if he just came on Earth and like Twitter just deleted from our phones and we never even like got access to it ever again? That I'm with. I like. Please hurry up and kill Twitter, Jesus. You don't like Twitter? Uh you know what Twitter is? It's it's me speaking to the air and then hoping that someone somewhere will scream back at me. Man, I think Twitter is a whole bunch of uh whole bunch of people standing in one room screaming yeah. to be heard the loudest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because what you're doing is you're literally putting putting an opinion or a thought yeah. in hopes in hopes that someone agrees with it and that's the only reason you put it. There's nothing on Twitter ever for anything but promotional reasons, you know what I'm well, saying? Cats that me and you know. But I'm sure there's people that just sit. The dude in uh, Ohio right now just says, "You know what? Go uh, Ohio State's going to take it this year." Okay, and you're telling me that guy that guy's not going to feel this bad if no one favorites it or retweets it, or he's not going to check it like, "Oh no, retweets." Okay, all right. Not if he has 60 Uh, followers, he kind of knows what to expect. Yeah, but uh, or or look at it, be like 60 or 59 to okay. There's that little disappointment that you get when you post it and it's not retweeted or it's so not. Is that favorite. how you feel when you go on Facebook and you promote something and you don't get as much likes as you feel like you deserve? On, fa- on Facebook, I think it's a little different because you have the room to kind of be funny or be comical, which I am a lot on Facebook. On Twitter, you really have comical. only 140. You, you have that's it. So whatever you're going to say, make sure you're going to say it and you're expressing yourself, you know? Uh, I, I just think it's a funny thing to think, consider. If I would like to think this, I would like to think that my God, my Jesus, wouldn't come on and jump on Twitter. I'll be a little he'd be above that, right? <laughs> I would like to think that he's yeah. above social media. He wouldn't send you like a like a like a like a friend request or like a DM, <laughs> like "Yo, Bach, I just want to give you a heads up. I'm I'm back. Hey, hey uh, let's catch up. You know, let's catch up, right? <laughs> we gotta talk about some things. Timothy, are you a religious person? I mean, I'm a spiritual person. What does that mean? I don't I don't subscribe to one religion. I mm-hmm. kind of like I feel like, you know, a lot of them have a lot of good things to say. Yeah. It's hard for me to like say that one is the ultimate truth. There's not one that you relate to more like Muslim or anything like that. 
I mean, I, I like I like the way that the uh, the Buddhist religion is is uh, is laid out. But yeah. like I said, man, I mean, to me, it's just you know they all have a little bits and pieces that I take from. Mm. So, what what are you passing down to your children as, a, as in like religion? Anything at all? Or? I, I I do the same thing. I tell her like, look, at this is what Buddhism's about. This is what Hinduism's about. This is what Muslims about. Like, try to just give her the full spectrum so that when she gets older and you know she kind of like. Get that understanding. The, and respectfully, I'm just asking because don't you kind of have to guide them in one direction though? Because if you give an eight year old a lot of like, hey, this is raspberry, I, strawberry, and grape, you can't, you know, be like, no, trust me, go for the grape because you know it tastes better as an adult. It's like, like, don't you kind of have to like? Well, they all pretty much say the same thing. I mean, it's just be a good person. You mm, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't kill people, don't steal shit. I mean, you know. You don't got to be a certain religion or, or tell her, like, oh, you got to be a Christian to be able to be a good person. I mean, to me, I just tell her, like, straight up, like, look, you got to be a good person. You be good to yourself. Be good mm-hmm. to other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, like, whatever God she uh she relates to, you know, I mean, I can't I can't make that decision for her. You know what I'm saying? Because I got, I got Catholicism forced down my throat, man. I went to Catholic school when I was little. And, and to me, like, it, it did a lot more damage than I think it helped. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because... You see these people that are like so quote unquote religious and like forcing it down your throat, and then you kind of like see them fucking up and like doing all this hypocritical bullshit, yeah. and you be like, okay, like so, what am I really supposed to be doing here? Like, what you saying or what you doing? You know, and, and to me, like, I don't, I don't know. It just kind of like threw me off, man, and no, I never I really, I never really, off. yeah, it kind of turned me off to like the whole like idea, and then I started learning more about you know, like religions in general, like history and, and you know, like just how they came about and how they were put on our people and it just really turned me off. So I'm like, I can't, I can't sit there and like subscribe to that completely. You know what I mean? Like I just take the pizza but pieces that I think are positive. Is you know there saying? a God? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. All right. I mean, there's, there's a, a greater power. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And is, is this, you know, the reason I ask it because it's very important, I think, for people to understand the difference because is it a spiritual being that's like logic and thinking and maneuvering in, in your life or is it more like a force of the universe? Because that's the two d- things that people kind of differentiate between their meaning of God. You know, like God, is it an actual being that's kind of right, know, there right. or is it just like a force? I kind of like how the Tibetan monks think about it and like how the Indians used to think about it is, you know, there's a God inside of you. There's a God inside. There's a piece of God or, a, a, you know, a idea of God in everything that has life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you have to pay respect to that piece of God in each person. That's why you have to be good to yourself because there's a God in you mm. and there's, you have to be good to you because there's a God in you. Mm. You know, I don't want to disrupt your energy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I it's hard for me to like delineate between the two, yeah. you know, like. Scott right there? Yeah. yeah. No. yeah but I feel that um, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. But if, yo, I meet this dude that says, yo, man, I don't believe in that stuff. But if he's a good dude, if you know what I'm saying, as long as you're a good dude, that's all I really care about. Me too. This is what I believe in. You don't have to believe in what I believe in. You Straight know what I'm saying? Up. If we both believe in it, dope. Let's talk about it. But if not, right. if you're a cool dude, I'm perfectly fine with that. Me if too. If you're raising your children to be good people, that's all you need to do, in my opinion. You know Me what I'm too, saying? Me too, man. I think, you know, yeah. I think there's too much, like, you know, of people, I mean, not saying you or anybody else, but the, the people that draw the line because what they believe in is the right way. And then they don't want to hear anything else or like associate with anything else. And that know? does more damage than good. It does. Like you said, it, um, and that goes against to what any religion teaches. Exactly. You know 100%. Saying? Yeah. We're supposed to coexist, you know, yeah. coexist and acceptance, love but like, the sinner, oh, what's, but not, what, what's Christianity sin. about? Well, acceptance and are you a Christian? Oh, I can't talk to you. 
boom, you just canceled out your argument, bro. Because and you did more damage for what we believe. Because now in, in the future, exactly, he's gonna exactly. think of Christianity with that moment that he had the experience with. Yeah. Which was a negative one because right. you refuse to stop talking to him. And that's why when you said when you were a kid, you had this religion jammed down your throat. Just human nature is if you're a kid and someone's trying to tell you to do something, yeah. you're going to do the opposite. Yeah. Right. If your parents are extremely strict on you, you're going to rebel. Right. If your parents are extremely loose and don't really care about what you're doing, right. you're going to look for that structure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Teach your kids to be good people. That's all you need to do, man. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I, I, I'm a Christian as well, but I, I'm, 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 I'm not, I approach it. Like I approach any conversation, and this is the true people. Some people don't believe me. I can tell when I tell them, they just look at me like, eh. I approach everything with the open mind as in maybe he knows something that I don't know. Yeah. Because I, I want to know. Because if I can walk away with more knowledge than when, when I arrived, that's what I want. Yeah. Even as a child, I've always had to seek a knowledge, not even facts, just like uh, the experience. Like, like knowledge is more like facts put to test and coming back with results like right, right. I'm reading, you know what I'm saying and that's really knowledge it comes down to it and I've always approached every conversation which I think is why I take this show so seriously because it's knowledge that I didn't have from Raka that has a bunch of knowledge yeah. of years and years and years I think that's what podcasts are though yeah. we enjoy listening to podcasts because we learn something that we don't know you know what I'm saying right, right. I listen to Adam Carolla yeah. I learn he has a different uh way of doing something that I yeah. might pick up on, yo, that works out for me. Yeah. He has a different way of thinking. Like, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's a good way to think. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I listen to you. I find out about, uh, do- you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. just what we're about. Um, more people should seek knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think that, that, Hell yeah. that, um, that doesn't happen a lot in hip hop, unfortunately. I feel yeah. in hip hop, people are cocky. People feel like they know everything mm-hmm. and they're not open minded. Again, like you said, it's the, um, the feeling of entitlement. And the feeling of I know everything, I am everything, I am. Like Adam says a lot, oh, this is your world, we're just living in it. It's like, no, <laughs> shut up and listen to what this elder has to say. Because yeah. dude, whether you want to believe it or not, he knows more than you mm. do. And apply that to your life. And eventually what will happen, the universe will give you knowledge. Now you'll find knowledge in everything you'll be able to kind of do. That's why Adam is so good. Yes, five seconds, oh, this person's been blah, blah, blah. He's been open to it. And now he can kind of pick up on those little signs, you know, which I think is important as a man to do, to be aware of your surroundings, intelligent, and be able to say, speak to your kid correctly. Right, right. You know, I see parents cussing at their kids and yelling at them. It's like. And then those kids are going to end up rebelling, correct? Rebelling and no. And repeating it. And, and no knowledge is being trans- passed down, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh, it all it goes down to like elders telling stories around the fire. Like that's really what made a human a human. Yeah, yeah. He was able to tell you his past experiences and stuff like that. Well, I mean, they say that you know the majority of human history was was uh not spoken. Re- yeah, right? wasn't recorded on on any kind of like instrument. You right. know, it was yeah. it was all spoken and passed down. So I mean, that's a huge that's a huge part. But that's another thing about being an MC, man. I feel like you know. It's, it's kind of my responsibility to tell my story as honestly and as like objectively as I can so that, you know, who knows, man, maybe in like 10 years, there's a revolution and, and you know, there's like uh, some other stuff going on in society where, you know, people could like look back and be like, oh, damn, like this is how they thought back then. And mm-hmm. like, this is how much things have changed. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, me uh, documenting how I see the world, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then who knows, maybe one day somebody might see that as valuable. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But if I just if I'm just painting this picture that people expect me to paint. 
I'm not doing anybody any any justice besides entertaining them. And, and I, I understand music is entertainment, but to me, it's also an educational process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have, if I had give, am given the ability or the talent to be able to, you know, do what I do, I want to be able to like enlighten somebody the yeah. way that, you know, Pac enlightened me, brother, Eli, brother Ali enlightened me. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys gave me hope and like taught me things that I would have never known had I not listened to them. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I would sit there you know, turn on my radio, I would like lay next to my radio like this for hours and just listen to every single word they said. And like, if I didn't understand some stuff, I would go ask or I'll go look it up. Like it was like an educational thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Like when Pac said Brendan got a baby and he started talking about all these things, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, like, you know, let me go like, you know, understand what he's really talking about, mm-hmm. you know? But like, of course, like when Luke came on or like when, you know, all that, all that other stuff came on, like I knew what it was, you know, it was just, mm-hmm. it was party music, you know what I'm saying? It, it's all part of the artistic uh, vision that you have. So, like, as a true artist, but there is the possibility of delivering pure, uncut, un- raw art. You want to do it. Yeah. But you understand that there's also that stuff that gets printed and printed. And that's nice to look at, too. Right. Right. But as an artist, and that's what I love about what you just said is you're really expressing it as an artist. If there's that ability to say something meaningful, right. I'm going to say it. Right. Instead of, yes, I'll be able to make money off of that. That's cool. But legacy-wise, right, the right. future, aliens come down, find it 10,000 years from they find your, you're going to be like, whoa, this this man existed. This right. person was here. Those thoughts were real. You know what I'm saying? And, and I that's feel why like, Tupac has lasted this long. Right? Exactly. Because he had substance in his music. Exactly. I feel like any artist that, that really has longevity, like they have something worth listening to over the time. It's not- Substance as opposed to just- party music which right. is cool when we go to the party right. but don't expect that music to be around 20 years from now yeah nah. you're not at the party all day but you're with yourself all day so right. i'm saying you're only at the party for four hours or whatever every other weekend but you're alone so much longer so when you find music that you can listen to by alone your atmospheres and just zone out to it every day dude that music to you is worth more than any fucking mixtape from blah 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 yeah i See mean that? i had i had a uh, you know some girl hit me up recently from my new project and she was like you know like i was kind of hesitant to text you or to send you this message it was via facebook and she was like but you know i just wanted to let you know that you know like i've listened to your album probably like a hundred times and and she's like you know your your music is really helpful and like helping me understand you know that i'm not alone you know that that other people kind of go through the same shit and she's like it's really cool to like know that you know you're able to like be that open with 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 us and with yourself to be able to like put it out there like that mm-hmm. and i told her i was like dude like this this to me is is a lot more valuable than than any kind of big deal because you know, like that's what I got out of hip hop. Mm-hmm. What I got out of like how crooked I says hip hop used to console my soul. And now it's a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you know, like I listen to hip hop to like make myself feel better because I was in a fucked up spot. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't feeling my home situation, my life situation. Like everything to me was like, you know, in shambles. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then uh, you know, so to me, like you know, being able to have that same influence is huge for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I get my I get my fulfillment, you know, from things like that, man. So you know. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I grew up listening to everything from Lynch and X-rated, gangster shit, club shit, conscious yeah. shit. Like, I, I listen to everything. I'm a fan of everything. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Mac Dre. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it's not a matter of, you know, like, it has to be a certain way or else I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, okay, this is what I like, but this is what I'm going to make. You mm-hmm. know, this is, this is the kind of art that I want to put out as opposed to, like, what other people, you know, might want to put out. So, you know. It has to be an amazing feeling getting a message like that, right? Oh man, it, it made my day, man. I mean, I had a fucked up day like the other day and, and today too because my car, but you know, like to have somebody say something like that to you or like open up to you like that, 
it's it's a rare thing, man. And and you know, I, I'm just really thankful that you know she had enough, you know, you know, whatever courage to to be able to share that with me too, you know. But you know, I feel like that's just a part of like how I present myself is like you know, I'm over here spilling my guts, you know, what I'm saying because I feel like it's therapeutic. And I feel like it's like a, a way for me to like, you know, like, you know, get things off of my chest. And so I tell people that, that you know, like my stuff, be like, oh, if you want to talk and, and, and do the same thing, feel free. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way I feel like we're going to actually have this mean something, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. have this music be not just another song, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And have it be not just another album, you know what I mean? It's got to be something more, you know? And, you know, that to me, that goes back to what I told you about Brother Ali, man, like, you know, once I once once I heard that and actually applied it to what I'm doing, like it totally changed how I looked at this whole music thing, man. Because yeah, you know, it's 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 more of a uh, an experience than it is just a, a song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or just an album. You know, it's yeah. like it's something that you can actually take with you, like you know, down the line, you know. So and that's what Timothy delivers. That's what I hope I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, that's what I strive to do. But you know, it, it's 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 hard in this industry, man. I mean, yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta really you gotta really have something that you know people really can latch on to, get a lot of co-signatures. I mean, I don't know if you guys listen to John Connor. Yeah, man. I actually did a show with John Connor, Jupiter, about a year ago. I love John Connor, man, because he talks about everything that I'm like, it's so true, man. Like, you got to have co-signatures. You got to, like, do a lot of this bullshit. And, and that's, you know, it, it'll get you in the door, but it ain't going to get you out there sometimes. Mm. So. I want time, want to live forever. So when I go, I'ma live forever And if I pay it Help me live forever So I can be Immortal Yeah First time I ever spit, misery said I came ill He said if my words don't make him listen, then my pain will Said if the sun don't come fast, then the rain will Will my face remain in the frame, maybe my name will Rap was a lesson, helped me get past the aggression Now I just wanna leave a lasting impression They passed me the mic, I spit like they asked me a question Full circle, the day I pass it back to the freshman Yeah, no gimmicks, I was never able to blow digits My creativity and potential had no limits A few times I came up shorter than some bold midgets Leaving a piece of me with you so when my soul visits You can feel my presence like I never left Hopefully in your hearts is where I'm forever kept I went hard, literally, I never slept I'd be lying if I said I never wept Yeah. I don't want to die, wanna live forever So when I go, I'ma live forever I want to live in that place where all the greats go Great man and father, great friend with a great flow Listen to my music while puffing on some great dro Standing ovation, encore, what a great show You got to see me transform into the better me I no longer fight myself, I am not my enemy Still got the fire inside, I just stop fueling it with Hennessy Aleya Kamarala, she's my legacy I love you mommy, I never let them take my soul I saved as much as I could for you, I had to take control And if you see the pattern too, I hope you break the mold I know it's gonna get a little rough, but you can take the cold To all my friends, you a family to me Blood or not, you're all branches on my family tree All I ever wanted was to let my family see That there was much more that we could be, yeah Forever. So when I go, 
So where do we find Timothy Rhymes? Uh, catch me on my website, man, TimothyRhymes.com, um, social media. I mean, whatever, man. You can contact me directly if you want. You Facebook, know. Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. What's your phone number, uh, email, uh, social, security, social security, pin code, all that shit? Driver's license. Uh, man, Are you just, a donor? <laughs> I mean, just get at me at uh, arab at firstdirt.com or uh, mgmt at TimothyRhymes.com. Um, man, just get at me. The Facebook, Timothy Rhyme, Twitter, Timothy Rhyme, everything, Timothy Rhyme, or even First Dirt, you know, at First Dirt, everything. Cool. What can I say, dog? Yeah. I'm glad we got to sit down. Man, likewise. Uh, and I, I'm, thank you for having us. Uh, and uh, I think it's important, again, for artists like you to have that spotlight, to have that, 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 that ability to scream outside of your music. We're here and I'm real and I'm hungry yeah. and I'm not here to bullshit you or take your money. Like I'm here to just provide my art. So as of that, and if you're a fan of art, support it because it's real. It's authentic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, dude, I wish you the best and, uh, keep Likewise, doing, keep man. doing what you're doing, dog. I, um, I'm a fan. If you need anything for the show? You know, you got it. You know that. Um, yeah, man. I, that's why I love what you're doing, man. It's called wake the flock up, man. I mean, that's kind of what I strive to do too. It's like yeah. just wake people up. So. Yeah. You know, I, same, man. I think we all, as artists, have that little secret that we want everyone to know. Right. So we're developing a way to kind of put it out. Right. And and to me, it was like the easiest way, which is like, just say it. Talk. Right. Speak it out. Get it Because out what's going to happen is you're going to get lost in the crowd. And I did. The crowd of MCs. Yes, we've opened up for this. We all, da, 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 da. And I get it, you know. So I was like, how do I get them what's another angle right you know it's that real shit and it's just be as honest and possible and there's no no better way than doing than just literally speaking to people they yeah. said you know what i'm saying yeah so thank you for having us again no doubt bro uh baka what's up man i appreciate you letting me jump on this absolutely i appreciate you letting me into your home man yeah. nah, no lot. doubt baka. i just hit you on that follow on instagram yep, too. Yep. i got you i got you too. we gotta get you on that we to us stage man we gotta Ooh. make it happen let's do it it's a dope let's show do dope setup fluent rhythm you know what I'm saying? So, for Flow and Rhythm, for the cat, let's catch it. So. For, oh, for, for Flow and Rhythm, for Soul, for Young Baca, for Timothy Rhymes, for the Distorted Truth, for B-Side Show, for uh, Battle Axe Warriors, for Sulu Nation, for real hip-hop everywhere. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Yeah. Yeah. Wake the fuck up!